0: Hello, Patrick here. Welcome to 20 Minutes or So with a series of conversations recorded throughout the 2020 and 2021 lockdowns. Today, it's 20 Minutes or So with a brilliant comedian. You might know him as the voice of Takeshi's Castle, the star of MTV Celebs on the Farm, It's Stephen Bailey. We are now joined by, delighted to say, one of the UK's most popular
1: comedians, MTV's Celebs on the Farm host, Takeshi's Castle voiceover. The British comedy guide have called him a superstar in the making. I think he's a superstar already. And according to his website, he's uh, apparently a black belt in taekwondo, has a degree in languages and loves a conspiracy theory. Stephen Bailey, welcome to the show.
2: It's me. I really like that introduction. Although... (laughs) I'm ready to be a superstar household name, rather.
1: (laughs) Are we thinking one already?
2: What what what's happening? What's what's going on? Well, the thing is, you guys probably watch trash. That's the thing. Like, but I'm just ready for a bit of that Philip Schofield juice, a little ITV this morning, five days a week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, aren't we all? That would be that would be lovely. Have you? What's the closest you've got to the sofa? Have you? You've been on the show a, a couple of times. Uh, Presumably, no. I've never
2: been on this morning. I haven't. No, I, I no, I haven't. I keep trying to bully my way in and charm my way in, but to no avail as of yet. I've done other like morning TV. I used to do Zoe Ball's ITV show Mm. on a Saturday morning, but then she went and got that goddamn breakfast radio show, and then so obviously she quit the show, and the Zoe Ball show, the Zoe Ball on weekend show, cannot exist without Zoe Ball.
1: Yeah, the agony uncle. Right. I can't believe she didn't take you That's with us.
2: Never mind my goddamn mortgage. She went after
1: <laughs> to breakfast. Uh, so what's going on in your world then? Mental time at the moment. Obviously, hopefully, fingers crossed, we are, you know, slowly teetering towards 21st of June where normality will resume. But how's it been going for you?
2: Up and down, really. Mm. Um, yeah, just really up and down, like some days I feel like you can't moan, we were, we were lucky enough to do a Celebs on the Farm during the, during the pandemic, I managed to do a lot of online gigs with a comedy club that I know you know, Nice and Spiky Comedy Club, and they've hosted really good comedy nights, but, um, yeah, but then I also lost a lot of work, and yeah, just up and down. It really, And I'm one of those people where it just depends what mood I wake up on. Like, if anyone says to me, just be positive, just see it through, you know you'll feel different tomorrow, I really want to thump them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about that. To be honest, guys, it does feel very Islington, to be all that
0: weird It <laughs> feels very Islington. Very Islington. I mean, we, we, you mentioned Nice and Spiky, we're big fans of Nice and Spiky here. But how do you find the actual practicality of a virtual like i'm guessing you were doing them a lot of them in your house mm. and people could just i guess mute themselves which isn't what you want when you're trying to make them laugh
2: well the thing is the organizers usually are in charge of the tech so we can mute and unmute you at will um i i don't know i'm two ways for this like i've really enjoyed it because i feel like you can do more like there's times when i've done five in a night right? you log up one log on to the next log on oh. one, log on to the next. So in a way, it's more fruitful. Um, no one has to travel anywhere, but there's nothing that beats a live audience. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna flirt with someone, it's not quite the same <laughs> as doing it down the line. Like, I feel a bit more like a porn star, which I'm not. Above, by the way, but um, I prefer when I can actually touch people, and God knows, will be able to do that again. Um, but what I will say, which I feel bad about, because I always, I'm a big believer, is that you don't blame the audience. You. You do not blame the audience. Like, if you've taken a show, you have to figure out how to make it work. Unless they're like homophobic, sexist, racist, then that's on them, not on you. But on the whole, I think you don't blame an audience member. However, during the Zoom gig online generation, I do think an audience really has to meet you halfway. Mm -hmm. Like, I've done a few where they're just tucking into their kebab and there's no laughter, and it's
0: like, guys, (laughs) pay attention on this. this yeah <laughs> I love you saying that you in in one breath you said I'm doing five gigs a night or clicking one clicking one's the other and the other one's saying you really want to flirt with people it's a bit like speed dating meets online comedy in a way I guess
2: yeah I mean I think it's it's hard because it's it's fun but you're relying on your wi-fi their wi-fi and you can still have that flirtation banter and you get a peek behind the curtain like with billy now who's not had the decency to take his laundry down for this recording and uh you can see all the dust on the exercise bike that's clearly not been used uh no comment um but so i think that's fun but i just think it misses that buzz that i think we all miss you know like We've, we've, you don't have to be a performer. Like if you're sat on like a Zoom quiz, it's not quite the same as being in a pub with a bottle of rosé, is it?
1: Mm, mm, agreed. Uh, during lockdown as well, you you started a true crime podcast with with boyfriend Rich, who's who is a lawyer, if I'm right in saying, called Order in the Bedroom. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, so well, we started a podcast and it's called Order in the Bedroom, and I don't know if we'll do any more. It's just we got to the stage where we're the sick of the back, like. We didn't want to see each other anymore. <laughs> um, I would wake up and be like, oh, you again. And talk about God damn opposites attracting. Like, I'm not a morning person. I don't, I don't become joyful till about midday. Whereas Rich is very pleasant from early in the morning. So he's like, oh, hi, good morning. How are you? How did you sleep? And I'm literally like, if you don't remove yourself <laughs> from this situation... I need to have a couple episodes for the Kardashians and a cup of tea to kick myself in. Um, so we were like, okay, and we watch a lot of crime together. And the thing is, Rich is very logical. He's educated in law, so probably right. But we've watched too many Netflix documentaries now where, you know, it's always the wrong person that's gone down. So we, we had this thing be like, oh, why don't we look at some cases, one from someone who's highly emotional, that's me, and one from someone with an actual law degree, and see where we do. So we're doing it and we said, so we released six in one go. We recorded them and released them and it did quite well and we were like basically he earns too much money to and what are we allowed to say on this?
0: Anything. Anything <laughs> say what goes, you want, please. please. Anything well, I was just going to yeah.
2: say he um, earns too much money to like fanny around on a goddamn free podcast. <laughs> so it's basically like if he has time off we'll do another six. If not I'm just the one peddling my little wares.
0: <laughs> and not little wares. Don't be silly. They are the little
2: wares. <laughs> well, I'm um, talking about Do Kamal, you know people like sorry. people very quickly forget as well. People very quick. I met with this producer and they were like you were doing really well until the pandemic weren't you? That's a shame. And I was like
0: <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that is a shame.
2: <laughs> so if you recognize that, why don't you put me back to where I left off, bitch? <laughs>
0: no talking
1: about crime and this is something i'm going to point towards because at the time of recording this we we don't know the answer but when this goes out we will however we want to get your opinions we can put it out maybe a little bit before that i've got a bone to pick with you basically because on your twitter feed on your twitter feed you put a very misleading comment Stephen, that said i am h now, you're just delaying the investigation here, Stephen, all right? And we know you're a conspiracy theorist. So, yeah. so what's your thoughts on this? I am H. Right, I'm going to ignore that again. <laughs> Steph is H. What do you think about that? Steph Corbett, the widow of John Corbett, oh. is H. What do you make of that? What do you make of that conspiracy?
2: I like that because actually there's some sense in that because why on earth would she still be in it
1: exactly she hasn't been in it for a while and also recently i don't know if you noticed now this is sent panda like people and everyone else is too obvious
2: isn't it yeah, don't you yeah. think like everyone else like that um i can't remember her name but that woman that's come in recently and took
1: over oh um yes uh oh pat pat carmichael like this, patricia carmichael do. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Now, apparently, like people have been going mental, right? There's a H. If you look closely with Steph, there's a H uh, on one of her kitchen tiles. And if you go online, you'll see it. But I'm going to do it
2: right now. Yeah, have a look. Because people think that that
1: Jed Mercurio's just put that there as just like a sort of. uh, And he
2: says, Jed says, everything means something. There you go.
1: So you have a look and then let's just get your full opinion on Steph's H conspiracy theory from a Okay. You know. Line
2: of Duty fans think they and it's in the independent which you know that's a posh <laughs> That's one, that's a, a that's reputable source theory. that is. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That is such a good. So I I don't know I'm
1: I'm confused about it, but I wanted to get your opinion before it goes out.
2: If you you know, I was text so I was texting my cousin about this, and I was saying the problem we're at now. There's been so many seasons about the same goddamn thing. It's very hard to keep up. Like in that latest episode, I don't know when this goes out. But in this, in the latest episode, episode six, mm. they um, they, they brought up all these names from like series one, two and three. And I was like, oh my God. Like, and all the names are quite similar. Like they're proper basic bitch names. And so I'm like, I can't remember who's who or who mm-hmm. looks like who or who. And you have to go back and rewatch it. Mm. I swear because you, you know there's another season, don't you?
1: Is there going to be another
2: one? They better just tell us who, hey, Apparently there is another one coming. If they do not reveal H this season, I'm going to give up. No,
1: they, they've got to. They've got to. All right. So final answer before I we move on. I can't
2: take much more Who, of it.
1: Come on. Who a, do I think H yeah. is? Who's a top pick?
2: Well, now you've really thrown me for a loop with, with um, Steph. I thought it's you see because I, I think it's too obvious to be that chief inspector. Yeah superintendent no not her do you know that man that was in the the gale case the chief constable yeah i i think it's almost too obvious because it's like he seemed to have a vendetta with gale but i think he's involved one name i actually
0: don't know
2: i actually (laughs) don't know
0: (laughs) Is this we what thought you, we were going to get a great prediction then. Yeah. The hesitation no, before I you went, really I think... No, I really don't know. I really don't know. Okay.
2: I really do not... I've never been less sure about anything <laughs> in my life. Because what I don't want it to be is I don't want it to be something so obvious like mm. that cheap superintendent, whoever, because he's... Um, to attach the gate of Bella but maybe that's a good like red herring but then I also don't want it to be one of the main three casts because I think that's a bit wet but but that I don't know but there's definitely something going on with Carmichael because did you notice how quick she went on with those questioning yeah yeah um,
1: I think she's a jobs worth though she just wanted operation like how she was very you know let's focus on that Mm -hmm. rather than this other Mm -hmm. sort of thing
2: but I, I really don't know but I just hope it's not one of those lame things you know when in Gossip Girl, it turned out to be Dad, and you just know they didn't decide that until they were right in the last script, right? The last moment, for God's <laughs> sake.
1: Okay, so exclusive,
0: simply, I don't know. Stephen Bailey's guess is
2: Gossip Girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the crossover, no one knew they needed, but we all did. <laughs> yeah. Um, another TV highlight of the last year, of course, was your appearance on Celebrity Mastermind, was it not?
2: Well. To me, it was.
0: Well, the only reason I ask is, obviously, this is Islington Radio. We've got to play some songs at some point. And clearly, you're a girl band fan. Right, that was your specialist subject. Well, clearly
2: not. Did you see how well I did? (laughs) But, clearly... to be fair to me, I picked Girls Aloud. I picked um, girl groups of the 90s and noughties, thinking it would be like Bewitched, Spice Girls, Girls Aloud. And then they threw in the fucking Pussycat Dolls.
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> they're a dance group if anything
2: if anything no one is nicole scherzinger and friends that was not fair
0: well you're, now is your chance to rectify that <laughs> angst i guess we could say uh, because <laughs> we uh, we're gonna break for music we thought we'd let you pick a song now th- the brief they give us at islington radio we have to be a little bit cool now i would say any girl <laughs> band is cool right but can you is there like a I mean, like it's a Islington. cool
2: this is not shoreditch babes this is <laughs> it's people sure? that have just been born into money and have the nicest life and then they How wear, dare
0: but,
2: you it is patrick they wear a bloody parade because they don't know what else to do with their money
1: <laughs> well it is funny you say that because patrick we have we have joined a radio station which have their own studios, crouching Studios. Their own pub, oh, the Archway Tavern. Please. The Archway Ouch. Tavern. We've even got our own beer, Stephen. We've got the Islington Radio IPA.
2: This, see, this is too much money. No other radio station <laughs> has this much money. And Other radio stations can afford Roman Kemp, not Billy and Patrick. Whoa! I was about was to let you far? pick a song. Was that, was that too far.
0: <laughs> too far. Too far. Right. You could just on, bleep
2: then. that out as if I said the c word. <laughs> I bet your name's not even Billy. I bet it's William the Third. Well, you're right with William, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> now, uh, let's. We need to talk about Celebs on the Farm, which you host yes. on. Uh, well, now on MTV. You you briefly mentioned before that uh, you filmed during COVID. That must have been like a good escape, you know, to the pandemic.
2: It was so nice because also, as I'd said, I'd lost most of my work, so it'd been really quiet up until then. Um, and it's it's my favourite job that I currently do because it feels like mine and we and actually I, I always I do always joke about it and that's what I do like about it is we are the underdog show you know we don't have the most amount of viewers but we have a lot of really loyal viewers um, that make noise about it when it's on we have celebrities want to do it with I don't know another show well maybe there's loads of shows but you know for such a low budget show, I think we look like a film and people want to do it. And, you know, they let me host it, which I'm a big fan of. And then doing it during the pandemic time, because we were bubbled and we were tested every other day, you know, that meant like on an acting job, you can touch each other, you can have a glass of wine at the end of the night. Like,
0: it was so nice. And you were touching and having a glass of wine, not just with anyone, Kerry Katona. Duncan from Blue, Barry from EastEnders. I mean, that is reality show, bingo, tick, tick, tick. We, oh no, there must be some gossip there, surely.
2: It's so <laughs> I'll tell you, I have I feel like I always work with these proper, you know, like a lot of comedians do like mop the week, eight out of ten cats. I cannot get on those shows because I didn't go to Oxbridge, obviously. Um, but what I can do is I get to work with these kind of like, whether you're a Kerry Katona fan or a Duncan from Blue fan or a Barry from... East, like you know who they are. Yeah. Um, and I really love... They've all got Swiss out. They're all grafters. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're not where they are by accident. I'll tell you that. Um, and they're very... They're, it, it, it's weird. To, like, I had Duncan on my wall
0: when I was at school. And now I've had him on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him that? Did you tell him that you had him on his on your on your wall?
2: Of course. What do you think? I am a shy, retiring wallflower. <laughs> it's the first <laughs> thing I
0: said. <laughs> was it just him, or were the other boys there as well?
2: Um, I I mean, I used to have the band up, but yeah. it, there was there was a picture on of him shirtless in some sort of magazine, and I took that. Fair. He was right next next to Nigel Harmon, who people might remember from EastEnders as Dennis Rickman. Ah. And it, it's so interesting because I've done a few shows like this, and I never quite because I can't tell you how many no's you get in this job. No, no, no. The, the jobs you go for where you go, I am, I, I you know, I have put the hours in. I'd be so good on this job. Like I always think something like the Mash Report about the week would be brilliant for me because. Everyone else is so political in the same way. Whereas for me, I would have to bring like pop culture references into it. Um, but you just never get a chance on those shows. But then I get the, this almost better experience. I did this show a couple of years ago called Celebrity Five Go Camping. And it was me, Michelle Collins, who was Cindy Beale in EastEnders. Um, Cheryl Baker from Books Fizz, Eurovision Legends. Bobby Davro. No. Yeah. And uh, Joe Swash, Joe Swash. Obviously was, from Joe Swash fame. From Joe Swash fame, who was <laughs> there, who later left and was came and we had Tim Vincent in from Blue Pizza for the rest, And I was like, this is mad. And I don't know how more shows like that don't exist because, you know, you've got me who's a very newcomer and not a recognisable face, but they're giving me a chance. But then I'm getting uh, what I thought was smart about it was I'm asking them almost like business advice in these proper stories. You're getting things that you've never heard these people say, Do you know, like Joe Swash saying he still wanted to be an actor and talking about acting. And I didn't know that. I thought he wanted to be a presenter.
1: Mm, yeah, I, I would think so too. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm sure you find out loads of fascinating things with these people, as you said, over a glass of wine. But but, but is there anything, you know, with Slebs on farm, for instance, that you've mentally been scarred by? Have you seen anything that's just like, whoa, I'm not going to forget that in a hurry.
2: Have I seen? I mean, not mentally scarred by. Like
1: <laughs> That surprises me. I, I, would, I, I would have thought mentally, a Geordie Shore member. when we did
2: celebs on the round go
1: on so I was going to say you know putting a Geordie Shaw member anywhere else than a sort of house where you can get pissed and go out in especially on a farm I would imagine could be quite a sight
2: no honestly the thing is with these people like and I do say because I know there's some proper wrong guns <laughs> around um, but we've series that I've done like celebs on the farm celebrity five go camping coach trip honestly everyone's been really nice like, I remember celebrity coach trip I was in talks to do it the year before I did it and then for whatever reason it didn't happen and then I watched it was like oh my god that was a nightmare and then I was booked to do the next series and was like oh god I really hope it's not like that and like our series, like they referred to it as the comedy series because we just all got on and were so funny having a laugh. Um, so I've always been really lucky, and I'm not woo woo enough to believe in like, you know, to go like the universe, positivity breeds positivity. I'm a council kid. I believe hard work gets you work. Blah 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 blah. Not working with Belens means nice people want to work with you. Blah 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 blah. I hope we can say Belens, otherwise there's a lot of sleeping. <laughs> <Bellens>. going. <laughs> um, And, but every now and again, I go, there has to be something. So I've never, I've never worked on a show and thought, oh my God, I'm stuck because I'm contracted. Like (laughs) everything I've done, I've wanted to do.
0: Well, on that note, two words, Takeshi's Castle. That is an iconic role that you were, you were given the chance to do. Craig Charles, Jonathan Ross, Roman Kemp, although we don't want to talk about him. And then you... Uh, surely you're watching that thinking i want to have a go i want to be in there in the castle
2: i did have a go did you not on the official one but- right okay so, com- well but kind of comedy central did a live festival in the uk and they got Takeshi's castle challenges as part of it and i did it with um kiri pritchard McLean, who's a very funny comedian how
0: did it go I mean we were
2: both useless (laughs) (laughs) the edit because they filmed it and put it out like a tv show like t4 on the beach vibes i don't know what they called it though and um i was like it took the the length of time it took us i'm surprised they were able to get it down to like this three minute segment of a show
1: (laughs) is is Takeshi's Castle is recording not the funnest, funnest thing ever the best job ever
2: it's really fun. Cool. And actually, since I took over, they put it on. It became on screen, my role. So you'd be on a box up here, kind of like on Ant & Dec, Saturday Night Takeaway. And I had a celebrity guest. It wasn't just me commentating. I had a celebrity guest commentate. So we had like Chris Kamara, um, Scallop, Basil Brilliant. Brush. Like, it's so fun. Like, mm. I've been really lucky, but I need a bit of that look back now. Okay. <laughs> shit you
1: well what a gig uh, and we hope to see more and more on that now we're on a mission to make 2021 great what's your plan to make your 2021 great what, what's coming up
2: I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie I don't know if you've got this I don't want to be Mr Negative all the time but I, because of how many lockdowns we've had now um, I'm at that stage now where I don't believe anything till it's true yeah yeah. so like and I say that about jobs as well until there's a goddamn camera on my face I don't believe it anymore um so I would say what was the question do, what do I look forward to in 2021 how are
0: you gonna yeah well, what's something right I mean you know live gigs for example coming back that's exciting no
2: I'm not bothered about that um <laughs> I like being at home. What's going to make 2021? 2020... Do you know what I'm forward to do? Like actually like hugging my friends and not mm. worrying about.
0: Giving them a deadly I virus.
2: Am. No, not. My concern at the minute is though, because the rules are ever changing. Getting it right. Like I, I have this whole anxiety to be like, like you don't want to upset anyone who's doing it wrong. Like, you, know, you can sit outside in a pub at the minute. I'm like, do you have to wear your mask till you get to the table? Or because you're outside anyway, it doesn't matter or what's the rule? So it's like, you're walking around just like guessing all the time. So I can't wait until we all just feel a little bit more. I'm looking forward to everyone feeling certain again about what's mm. happening in their lives. Mm. And I really mm. hope everyone gets back to work. Because I mean, we're talking about our business, but like some people have about horrific times.
1: Mm. Definitely. Well, so we I hope both... everyone
2: gets back to work and get paying their bills and everything again
1: Mm. we second that well Stephen we won't take any more of your time we'll let you get back to well potentially ordering the bedroom Takeshi's Castle being on a farm with a celeb you know and we'll just look forward to seeing you soon so thanks so much for being with
2: us thank you I look forward to next time you're not having your washing in the background
1: Thanks for listening to another one of our 20-minute or so with conversations. If you want to hear more from me and Patrick, then you can listen to our show on Islington Radio. Just head to mixcloud.com forward slash Islington Radio. If you want to get in touch, we're billydpaddyt on Instagram or D, Paddy T at gmail.com. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. It was presented and produced by Billy Draper and Patrick Thomas. The music was by Cambo.